Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, Bob. Hi, Joy. How you doing? I'm... <laughs> You look nervous. Superb. You, you look nervous. I'm nervous? Why? Because we're about to truly do our first random podcast. We haven't discussed any topics. Oh, my we're God. We're off at the races. This is so I'm filled with weird. energy, it's and you don't know what to do with yours. So you're like, oh, no, make it stop. It's, it's, I mean, we've done random topics before mm-hmm. where we've randomly talked about topics we've talked about beforehand. <laughs> Right. That don't go together with a cohesive theme. Right. That's what makes it random, usually. Right. So, but we're trying this um, freestyle, random tandem. Yeah, there you go. Type thing going on. All oh, the M's. Shit. Get them out of here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a little verklempt. Uh huh. And um, I'll do everything to make myself get through this process. Beautiful. And this human experience with you. Ooh. I love how, like, in the now with the words that was. I know. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate me, too. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's, and then it's begun, kids. This is welcome to my every time hanging out with my good friend, Bob. It is, it is honestly all about me. <clears throat> all the time. I, I'm a narcissist. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Let's discuss how many times you've actually acknowledged in return when I've said that I love you, that you've acknowledged it back. Oh. Would you say that it's more than three times in 20 years, or would you say that that's, um, that's false? 18 years. Um. <laughs> well, first of all, let's tell the truth. 18 years. That's what to this month, actually. It's like, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm going to say less than three. Yeah, I'm going to say less than three also. I'm going to say probably one. It's been maybe more maybe than one. Maybe two. You, but it was one time this year. Begrudgingly, oh, you did yeah. acknowledge it. But I've had a shitty year, and so I feel like he was trying to come out of his shell and give a little more. <laughs> um, so there's that. Well, see, I, I come from a family of people who we say we love each other more now Mm-hmm. than we did when I was a kid. Oh, for sure. My family's the same. So I feel that, like, um, I don't know. When people would say they love me, I don't know if I, not that I couldn't believe it, I just don't know what that means. Okay, I got that. Sort of. For me, it's like, it was weird to first start saying I love you to good friends. Yeah. Because it's like, the way I grew up, it was only kind of for family members and reserved. You know what I mean? Like, freely, I love you to parents, maybe. Right. But, like, siblings, no. Ew, yuck. Um, but then once me and my my um, oldest brother became adults, we started to say it more. You came out of the love closet. We came out of the love closet. Mm. Came right on out. And it's still sometimes... You know, he's still, there's still some times where it's like, little like, I love you. <laughs> right. I still got some of that on it occasionally. But um, that's just because we're awkward people. Bless us. Bless our hearts. Um, but yeah, most, there's certain friends that I can say it really, it comes easy off. Like, all right, love you. Yeah. Bye. But I don't think they were really taught to use love and to acknowledge, like, you know, with really good friends that you do, that there is a love there. Yeah. But it's, we're not taught to acknowledge it mm-hmm. in a verbal way. This is actually really good where we're going. This is. Like, I know this is good this random. This is some truth. 
Because, like, okay, so here's my truth. I grew up in around a lot of people with alcohol problems. So in every stage of alcoholism, there is. And so I love you from an alcoholic. Mm. Mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily come off as genuine I got because you. I love you when they're drunk. Do, do they mean that? Mm-hmm. You know, I love you comes <laughs> off as a, when they hit you, I did it because I, that kind <clears throat> of stuff. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I come from a weird place of what love really meant. Mm-hmm. And like even my mother and my sister and I telling each other we loved each other, I know did not like really manifest until I was, until I graduated high school, I know it was after because my mom actually wrote that in my in my high, in my graduation card that we do not say that we love each other, but we know that we love each other. That oh. we're not just living together, <laughs> kind right. of like you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was 18 whenever we started using love between my mother or sister, which is my nucle the nucleus of my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think ours is somewhat similar. Like. My mom was definitely more prone to saying I love you mm-hmm. um, and being more open about that. My dad, right, very more reserved. Oh on yeah, that stuff. he even had certain rules about the hugs of it all. You know what I mean? And things like with you know, like a, a father and a son, mm-hmm. they stop hugging after a certain point in right. his world. It, you get a you get a firm handshake. You know what I mean? And right. he always kind of gave me these sort of side hugs that were like, I I, I don't know, but um. So, yeah, so imagine saying the love on top of it. You know, he'll write it in a card. He used to write it in a card. Right. Um, sometimes it's still weird speaking of him in the past tense. But um, he used to write it in a card, but to really say it, I don't know that we said it to each other very often, even yeah. as an adult. No. No. I mean, that's, I, I get it just knowing you and knowing your, your relationship mm-hmm. with your father. He's, he's got a different sense of, he, <laughs> It's hard to put into perspective for people who don't know your father. Right. But it's just like, that's just the way he is. Yeah. That's just, that was just his, it. his thoughts, his interpretations mm-hmm. of things, and his way of life teachings. And he's had yeah. many different aspects with, you know, Asian influences and, and mm-hmm. religious influences. So, and his merging of all those things together, which he did in, in yeah. a person, mm-hmm. I think that he just created some rules in his head that yeah very firm rules yeah. um and in his mind it was still like oh i mean it's still clear it's still clear you understand you know, all these rules i've never to told you to, yeah exactly <laughs> you just don't have to say absolutely it. yeah yeah i obviously <laughs> carry the rules written around my neck you understand them clearly you're four you don't even know how to read but you know the rules so yeah and the only yeah. love i ever got from my father uh was when my grandmother wrote it in the card mm-hmm. at christmas time so yeah, that's, 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 I mean, and that's, that's the thing is, you know, um, everyone's love and where it comes from is different. So, uh, yeah. So when you have that, um, kind of messed up start, then when you translate that to true friendships, it's kind of like, I mean, when you think about your friends yeah. or friends, like, you know, that there, there are people that, oh, this is a genuine friend. There's genuine mm-hmm. love here. It's just known. It's just known. And yeah, I think that's just, spoken. I think it's in the way that you can talk to each other, in the way that you can uh, tease each other to the point that other people couldn't. Mm-hmm. That if, because if it didn't come from a place of love, you would snap out on this person. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't control, Absolutely. you know, this person, you know, I've 
few friends like that, you know, and I have lots of friends that I've been friends with for decades, and, um, but I have a few friends that are like, that really know me enough to be like, call me on my bullshit, and put it out there. You obviously get the luxury <laughs> of putting it out there for the world to hear. I know. That should be a blessing. That should be love all over you. It is. Get it? it I, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's love. I, I don't allow that to happen from other people. Okay. Well, then I feel real special right now. Could you imagine somebody else trying to like put me on blast no, and call me out in front of? No, so poorly. No, yeah. No. There's so. a couple of people you've spoken of who I don't know that I've truly met. Mm -hmm. That There's a couple of your friends that I could think of that would get away with it. Absolutely. Maybe. But, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's people, I mean, obviously I have lots of friends, not lacking in that department, but um, I have some true friends that just can say it. Mm -hmm. But those friends even, as we talked about love, those friends even say love ya. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I feel that love ya is lighter than love you. There is, because it's, it's like you're trying to figure out a way to ease into it. And, I've and then I feel myself. that love you uh -huh. is lighter than I love you. Mm -hmm. I feel that the whole, like, making There's that degrees. sentence oh, yeah. in the correct, in the correct mm -hmm. grammar. Because it's a conscious <laughs> statement. You're throwing it out there. And it's right. vulnerability, a vulnerability, if I could speak. Yeah. Vulnerability. I can't do it. Well, anyways. Vulnerability. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what a good friend will do for you. They'll speak <laughs> when your mouth won't work. And laugh at you. <laughs> Well, we knew that was happening anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just mean like you know, yeah. oh. love ya. Mm -hmm. Doesn't I mean? I, and I don't have any problem with that at all. Like no. I don't. I don't feel like anybody needs to tell me, I like Bob. I love you. Like that's <laughs> that's intense to me. I got you. So there's degrees. Word mm -hmm. up. Word up. So, hmm. In the actual day to day things. There's the, okay, I'm going to throw this out here. You're going to roll your eyes at me, but go with me anyway. Right? Okay, I'm going to take a drink while you do this. <laughs> Please do that. So, you may have heard of the five love languages. <laughs> I say it in my doctor voice. <laughs> Kids, sometimes the setup is so worth it. Like, in my mind, as I go to do a thing. She plans this I'm like, shit. this is going to be amazing. <laughs> right. No, but seriously. The five love languages. Five love languages. Okay. We're not so, talking like Italian. No, no. No, no. Okay. No, no. The Animal? ways you express and receive oh. love. Okay. So like words of affirmation, mm -hmm. um, acts of service, like people do things for you, people give you gifts is one of them. Okay. Physical touch, whatever. Um, there's another one. I don't remember what it is. But anyways, the moral story is... Do you feel like that, just hearing this concept, does that feel like a valid thing? Like, because most of the time we don't talk about things, would you say that it makes sense that, oh yeah, most of the time I experience love from somebody if I just know that they're gonna have my back or they're always there if I'm going through some stuff? Um, yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, I, th I feel that, I feel that there's another love language. Ooh, please tell me. It could and be the one I'm silence. <laughs> The sixth love language. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that you know, like you're like you're saying, it's, it's the sixth is the sixth. Let me give you this. The sixth is the fifth element, even though there's already five. So the sixth <laughs> is the sixth element, which is the combination of all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is all the love. Yeah. In all the ways, right? So 
I feel that uh, the best is, you know, I don't want to necessarily be touched all the time. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. I don't want people buying me gifts. That's true. Right. Do I like gifts? Yeah. But do I want them? No. Mm -hmm. Because I'm from, I'm from the streets. You're right. Okay. Of a very small town. <laughs> I was scared to say. Well, you know, I've lived in various places. Right. So gifts to me have always been... I'll need something later. Mm, okay, I got you. So it's a, it's a setup, right? So, right, you know, right. you give me a pencil, you're going to need gas money next week. Mm -hmm. So, and it's always Quality magnified. time. Quality time is the fifth one. Oh. I'm sorry. I had to think about it because one of my friends, that is her love language is quality time. Yeah. She doesn't necessarily need you to give her stuff. No. She doesn't need you to talk her up and tell her how amazing she uh -uh. is, but she just wants to hang out. She wants to have lots of time. See, yeah, quality time is good. I think because quality time could mean n silence. <laughs> could mean enjoying a movie together. Right. Not discussing the movie all the way through. Nope. Not talking about how much you hate the movie all the way through. You wait till the end and discuss it all. So that, I think, is quality time. Um, murdering someone together oh, okay. is quality time, well, I would that, say. Uh, yeah, that is. Maybe not for everybody. Mm -mm. Please no. And maybe you're, you're just doing it on PlayStation. Let's just say that that <laughs> okay. murder was just a video game. Okay, and not so you're a like on murder. teams and yeah. shooting, up, shooting people together. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, shooting up people together. Mm -hmm. Now it sounds like that sounds like heroin. Um, but yeah, I get that. Quality time. Maybe quality time is is the love language that I do. So mine is kind of acts of service. That's, oh, yeah, that's you. It is. It's like, and I, th I feel this is like as, a, as the oldest kid, mm -hmm. and originally only of two, but then of a million, okay, because apparently my dad thought we were Irish. I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> Thank you for disrespecting my heritage. Go on. You're, you're welcome. No problem. Throw, me, throw a potato at me while you say you, that. <laughs> you came for black females last week, so it was only fair. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So as the oldest, it's like you get used to always having to do the things and being the if, and also being the responsible person. Like right. you're always the one who's doing things. So you just get to the point. Could somebody just do something for me? Fuck. You know what I mean? Like the the tiniest thing. Like if I'm like I'm out of paper towels, and you show up with a dollar roll of paper towels, I'm like she's gonna blow you. Um, she's gonna <laughs> blow you. You heard it here first. <laughs> Paper towels <laughs> always carry a dollar roll of paper towels in your car when you're arriving at Joy's. And then she'd start complaining about not having paper towels. You'd be like, girl, I got you. I'll be right back. You don't need to bring roses. Please don't bring roses. They Isn't die. paper, what is paper? Paper is like the 10th anniversary, right? Or something, it's one of those. It's one of the low ones, I think. The low, like five. Like one or two. Or something like that. So, yes, you are. A giver. Mm -hmm. I can genuinely say that Joy enjoys doing for others and giving to others. Yeah, that's true. I do that too. I am a giver. I'm a giver of truth. You, you are a giver of truth. You actually give a lot. I don't think you always do it necessarily happily, but you will do it. Well, my thing is that as the oldest child, as the caregiver when my mother was not available, mm -hmm. yep. I do tend to fall into that role in which in the past, like saying, you know, pencil for gas money, those roles tend to end up fucking me 
And so I try not to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I have to consciously not want to help people. Yeah, well, and because the the unfortunate thing is that people will take advantage of that that giving spirit and that ability to. And like, I think that people <coughs> maybe not necessarily take advantage of every like consciously take advantage, but um, adapting to where that is given mm. is a way of taking advantage, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. like becoming comfortable. I was gonna say the expectation of it all. spending money mm -hmm. that isn't yours mm -hmm. oh, yeah. like that 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 comfortableness is a way and which becomes and then you become something you can't even understand we're not going to get into that so we thought we were being random today we're, we were spending a lot of time on love i'm sorry <clears throat> i mean it just happened um so let's turn you, a corner let's go turn, somewhere else then. so today we found out let me get in my doctor voice. Oh, there you go. Yes. Um, today we found out this is not doctor. No, this it's like girl the girl sex like, voice. No, this is like radio psychotherapist oh, voice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go for it. So today, as we all know, for everyone who listens to our podcast religiously, mm -hmm. Joy has Bell's palsy. Correct. And today, before lunch, Joy was uh, feeling a little, what would you call that? I was feeling more Bells-ish. More Bells-ish, mm, that's, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's very nice. I like that. I was gonna say lopsided, yeah. sounds a little word. Okay, uh, that's a real word. I right, mean. so anyway, Bells-ish. So um, you know, bell, Bell's palsy, it affects one side of your face mm -hmm. typically into a paralysis, temporary paralysis. And uh, this happened before Halloween and you've been getting progressively better over the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then today you seem to have like a more Bell's-ish yeah. regression. And, and I was then, noticing, and then. And then Dr. Bob intervened. <laughs> As and, he often does. And we had Cajun fries. Yes, we did. Now, I mean, I feel that maybe Cajun spice <laughs> is the pumpkin spice <laughs> of Louisiana. Right. Well, I pronounced Louisiana correctly. Um, <laughs> But after that said Cajun spice mm -hmm. settled into my spirit and my body in your blood system, because mm -hmm. side note, Joy is Creole. That's correct. So once that spice settled in there, your palsy began to lift. It began to lift. It was like, oh wait, I'm back to where I was before, and even a little better. Oh. So every though everybody who has Bell's palsy, yes, please rush out and buy the most Cajun spice possible <laughs> and if that doesn't work put it on your ice cream <laughs> but i would say if that doesn't work then maybe find a spice that's closest to your heritage Ooh, like you know what i mean oh. potato spice uh <laughs> there's not that there's a potato spice where you just need to eat potatoes period well no i mean potatoes weren't always irish they were brought into ireland well let's not get into the history <laughs> anyway um Four-leaf clover spice. <laughs> There's a spice There's out there. There's a spice out there that's 100% Irish, I guarantee. Mm -hmm. It's probably beer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's definitely alcohol-based. Uh, <laughs> it's probably like a heavy lager, though. Oh. Don't, don't think you're getting Bud Light. That's not going to mm, work. Mm -mm. No. Oh, yeah. So as non-medical professionals, we say... <laughs> Don't do what we say. <laughs> just, just it was laugh. just it was just a funny coincidence right, that it was. it was Cajun, your Creole, 
it yeah. lifted. The two are often hard to tell apart down there too. So yeah, that's true because Cajun and Creole are not the same. They're thing. not the same, but they're they're adjacent. Yes. So joy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had <coughs> something in your throat? <laughs> I've had multiple things in my throat. I'm gonna need you to clarify. <laughs> I just want to know why. Like right now, as everyone out there who feels sympathy for me has, I have like a respiratory thing going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm in, and I'm in the, um, and now in the stages of the coming out, right? Yeah. What's that called? The phlegmy stage. Yeah, but there's like some kind of, like, it's not ejaculation, but it's something similar. Ooh. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, yeah, there's a word. There's a, there's a clinical We've word. the end of my doctor license. Anyway, so. Why is it that when you like cough up and hack up and it's like the tiniest speck <clears throat> of what it feels like. But what it feels like is like you have, I don't know, an elephant trunk down your throat. Like mm -hmm. it just feels like there's something massive there. But when it comes out, it's the tiniest little thing. Right. But then if you have like a seven inch penis in there, it feels like you could have more. <laughs> well, that's because you're experienced. Okay. Um... And with experience comes ease. <laughs> <laughs> ease. Mm. Oh, so I get it now. I know I completely, I, I just turned myself around in that random conversation. It feels bigger coming out than it goes going in. <laughs> going in. All right, that sounds fair. Which is the reverse of penetration in other places. Right? Yeah. <sighs> mm. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a dog's penis to me. You know, because they get those barbs and they like on the outside, like cats, where they like barb yeah. on the inside I've and they won't like that. them. Dog's penises expand on yeah, the inside. So Sometimes you gotta throw water to separate them, shock them into separating. Glad it doesn't work that way with humans. Oh, it so glad. Sort of works like that with Not humans. Not really, though. I've never felt like somebody's been, you know, fucking suction cupped. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, maybe that's why people have to rape so much, because we no longer have those. Like that seems like rape to me. If someone's penis gets in you and then latches on the inside until it's completely done ejaculating, mm. does it come out? That sounds kind of rapey to me. It, it is very rapey. So maybe the humans just can't. I don't know. Don't all rapists have small penises? I don't know. All rapists are definitely unevolved beings. They're like... All rapists should be put to death. Wow. Mm. I don't know. Is death too easy, though, sometimes? No. This is my thing. No? No. I'm like walking around with no penis, though. That's more torture. Yeah, I mean, I could see that as torture. It was torture at one time. Have you have you had to walk around with no penis? No. Oh, okay. I'm just saying it was at one time a form oh, right. of, of yeah. torture. Exactly. So. Um, and punishment. Yeah. To me, I'm into like the the most harsh punishment ever. So I don't know. I feel like death is over quick, and I get it. Then you're no longer you know fucking up the universe, not breathing can polluting our air, but if I can make you suffer in a tiny cage just walking around with no penis, that to me is better. 
Have time to marinate on that. Figure out how you're going to go to the bathroom from now on. I'm always curious about that. Like, if a man no longer has a penis, how do you go to the bathroom? Oh, it's like a catheter system. Oh, they didn't know. No. Um, not that I know anything about it. That took a dark turn. It did. Wow. It did, kids. We started, we started from a light, happy place, and then we just went, we went straight from down joking the drain. Straight to seriousness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that obviously the the uh, punishment for rape and molestation at the same time, uh, not the same time as the events, but the same time, lumping them together. together. Right. The uh, punishment is not as severe. As it should be. Correct. When I look into the paper, I don't look at the paper people, I sometimes see articles about people getting arrested online and then I therefore look at that. And for whatever, it'll be like, stole a Twix from a gas station, looking at six to 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm exaggerating in the Twix department, but I'm not exaggerating about the 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 theft of it all. Right. Like you can get six to thirty years mm-hmm. and then some people rape and get less no time served. Yeah. Just get away with it. Ugh. Okay, let's take a minute. We need something happier. Yeah. So I'm setting up joy here. Mm-hmm. I'm we, scared. We sort of agreed on a topic offline, off off mic. Um but I feel that, I'm just going to put it out there. So Joy, mm-hmm. as a conjurer of ghosts of relationships past. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> how, many to- how, how many times do you let said ghosts back into your life? Ooh. Is there a limit to that? There's a limit. There's definitely a limit. Is there a time limit of between, or is it better if it's there's long lots of time between? Ugh. It can be better if there's longer time in between because, you know, people can actually grow sometimes, not always, but <laughs> you're gonna roll your eyes. It's true though. But like sometimes people can get a little bit better. They can be a little less mm-hmm. horrible. Um, so in that sense, but I just would like to go on record as saying it's not my desire to be a conjurer of ghosts of past relationships. Do you think that maybe, um, your heritage is Creole, that there's some kind of like (laughs) spiritual thing past generationally, generationally into you? Oh, I could definitely see something like that. Absolutely. I mean, I get that it's happening. And I'm like, how do I turn that shit off? Maybe I need to go home and figure that out. That's what we need. That's what I need to do right after right. this. Right. Need a. I got some candles <laughs> for you if you need. Okay. I will take those. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's because it, it it boils down to just like anybody else, right? It's like how many times am I gonna bang my head against the wall? Right. <laughs> is twice enough, or is right. three my actual limit? <laughs> well, I think I always think about that Missy Elliott song, All in My Grill, mm-hmm. where she says, third time, moved you in, <laughs> took you back in my life. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Third time. Oh, yeah. 
Like, yeah. I'm, and then I think I'm, there's a Kelly Price song about how many times something. Isn't yeah. Isn't it Kelly uh, Price? I don't, I don't know that. I don't know her works of okay. art that well. But okay. um, I mean, I used to listen to her when I was more like that. But um, yeah, I would say most of us, myself included, don't get it on the second time around. Right. Usually need at least three. And um, for one or two especially horrible individuals, I've given them four shots at it. So... Nobody's perfect. That's because what I say. as we discussed earlier <laughs> in the show, you are a giver. I am a giver. And you are naturally uh, a caregiver and I a person am. who and takes I, care of people. It's so unfortunate. I, I can't believe I feel, I feel stupid kind of admitting it, but I always want to believe the best in people. And when somebody is like, I'm different. I want to be, I want to believe you. And I want to be right. like, that's so true. Until you just start being yourself. And well, then I'm like, fuck. You, <laughs> in our juxtaposition, when someone tells me that they've changed, it's like the deepest eye roll mm -hmm, down to where my eyes change color, come back up, <laughs> That's true. flip again, because I don't believe <laughs> I know. that people can change. I know. And I think I that, I mean, I think that you are the person, and we've had this discussion before, you are the person you're destined to be Yeah. from the get-go. You have said that. I know. I, this is where we differ. And I've tried. I've tried. I, kn I know. <laughs> I think where we can kind of find our common ground, where we, because he, he always ends with a sigh with you. Right. <laughs> and me being exasperated, like, can't you just believe? Like, believe. We can agree that people can change for a short while. We can, we can agree in that area. And that I think you're more of like, it's just how long you're going to be able to hold onto that shit until the truth comes back out. Right. And I'm like, could you keep the momentum going to turn it into a full thing? But I mean, I, <clears throat> I acknowledge usually when people, when someone has seems like they have changed, they, that's like so temporary. Well, and I think that people can change some things in their life. Mm -hmm. um, their hair color, <laughs> they can tan, <laughs> nail polish, makeup. <laughs> Other thing, like temporarily, mm -hmm. everything's temporary. That's true. So, but I think that if you change one aspect of who you are, that another aspect of you, like, it's like a pie system, right? Mm. Yeah. So there's like six pieces to you, mm -hmm. and when one slice yeah. gets better, another slice suffers. suffers. Yeah. Because I feel that if... Sometimes, as a person who believes people are destined to be who they're supposed to be, that you're taking away from that other aspect mm -hmm. or faking it, mm -hmm. which is horrible for your soul to lie. It's very true that, and, and people know this, right, instinctually, like, if you say, like, oh, my big issue is I just don't have enough money, so you figure out mm -hmm. how to work harder, get a different job or whatever, then the next thing you know, your health goes to shit. And so then right. you work on your health. Then the next thing you know, you and the partner that you've had for eight years are like on the front. So it's like, it's true. It's kind of really true that there's kind of these, this equilibrium that our life is at. And then when we go and fuck with that, it's like, oh, watch out, girl. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I think it's true for relationships where, um, you know, it's said, not by me, but by multiple people, maybe people who know better that only one person can truly be happy 
at a time in a relationship. Wow. That when one person's extremely happy, mm -hmm. some aspect is taken away from another person's happiness. And I mean, I, I've never had the amazing, completely on level, blissful ignorance of that kind of a relationship where everyone's happy at once because I don't, I'm not a happy person. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm happy, but I'm not like happy. Right. I know what you mean. It's just, it's hard to verbalize because it's like, I know you so well, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't know if it... Um yeah, because I, yeah. You don't walk around like chipper, like that type of ideal I'm that people not, have of a happy person. Yeah, yeah. like, it, I'm not stereotypically happy. There you go. Oh, that's a good way to say it. I'm cynically happy where I will definitely make fun of you to your face. <laughs> and be happy about and it. And be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely say mean things to people for fun, and that makes me happy. So I get my happiness where I get my happiness. There you go. So I get whatever I want, wherever, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I've heard that. I think there's something to it. Because it's just, it's a polar thing, right? I mean, you, you you say equality in a relationship. Da 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 da. Do this, do that. All these things that are tangible can be, you know, this person does this part of the relationship. This person does this part of the relationship. Like, one person's a fixer and one person's not a fixer. Mm -hmm. Like you balance each other out. Yeah. And then. If there's something that you equally want, that so <laughs> the ball of happiness in the middle of all the relationship should be equal, but I think only one person can hold that ball at a time. Yeah. Because we all do things in relationships that I don't want to do, mm -hmm. but I'm doing it because I because yeah I love this person, have said that word, mm -hmm. so therefore, you know, yeah, sacrifice. But I would say that the, while it's true on that side for the happiness, I would say the reverse does not hold up because I think that two people in a relationship can be equally unhappy. Yes. So it's kind of really unfair, actually, when you think about it. So what you're saying is no one will ever be a truly happy? Or only one at a time, yeah. Well, what if you're single? That's, that's maybe your best opportunity for happiness, quite frankly. Well, I think that as a single person who doesn't live with their parents, that that's um, there's a lot to be said about no no one having an impact on you mm -hmm. and what you do. No yeah. one telling you that you need to go to this party for people you don't like. No one telling you that you need to do laundry tonight. Like no one telling you anything. Like it's you. Yeah, no one making you suffer through the 9,000th episode of their favorite sitcom, etc. Right. Yes. Ooh, ooh, can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> I mean, I'm done, well, I'm done with happiness. It's <laughs> over. Okay. It doesn't exist. No. Um, <laughs> I saw somebody posted this meme, and it was actually not a meme. It was actually someone's Twitter account. And they said that they were letting their spouse use the, their ex still use their Netflix account. And they saw that they were on, like, the last season of a series, watching the last sec like couple episodes towards the end, uh -huh. and they say that they were gonna wait until the second to the last episode was watched, <laughs> and then this. cancel <laughs> <laughs> the Netflix account. I love that. But I'm saying, if you you know, 
you share accounts with people, and that's fine. That's that's a sort of love, even if you're not together anymore. Mm-hmm. That why would you let them get that far? Because it's like the extra disappointment of it all. I can't remember what show that's it was, like, but it was, it was like Grey's Anatomy or something that was like that is petty really in depth. It was like you know, Petty Labelle. It was Petty Labelle. <laughs> that was Petty Labelle. It was Peppermint Petty. <laughs> Whatever we got. Yeah. Tom Petty, Lori Petty. Petty Lapone. I don't know if people know that. Ooh, Petty, Petty Lapone. That's a good one. People aren't even going to know that one. No, some people Google will. Google that, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our random, not so random. We thought we'd have, I thought we'd have more topics than that, but. It was still good. It was good for me. It was if not it practiced. wasn't for you, I guess I'm the happy one in this relationship. You can have that happiness ball <laughs> and go fuck yourself. Ooh. And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck.